Hi, this is Trevor Jackson. Welcome to Tomorrow is Mine. Susanna Epen grew up in the state of Kerala on India's southwest coast within an extended family. She was inspired to become a nurse after watching nurses from her local hospital helping others during a flood in her hometown a few years ago. In Susanna's words, nurses work so hard to bring change to people's lives. They touch everyone's heart. Being the youngest of her family, Susanna readily admits she's somewhat of a free spirit with a rebellious streak, which may not always sit so comfortably within such a tight-knit family. For one thing, she's always held a desire to come to Australia. And when she decided that she wanted to do that as an international student, it wasn't easy to leave her family behind to follow that dream. As it turned out, Susanna had to wait much longer than she anticipated for that wrenching moment after international borders closed. It was a frustrating time that only added to Susanna's anxiety. While she waited for the borders to open, Susanna commenced her Bachelor of Nursing at Griffith University online, hoping that her opportunity to come to Australia would arrive soon. Now, after a 12-month wait, Susanna's here, more excited than ever. Susanna, welcome to Tomorrow Is Mine. You've been on the Gold Coast for how long? One month. One month? Yeah. Wow, well, welcome. Wow, Thank you me. are a newbie and you wouldn't have started university yet, no? No. No, okay. You've come here to study nursing at Griffith. Why nursing and why Griffith? Okay, so the answer to why nursing is because it's a profession that gives us so much satisfaction. That's what I experienced because I was a volunteer in, during my high secondary education. So I find nursing as a way to reach, uh, reach out to people in a better way, so to serve them. It gives a smile after every visit. That's it. And why Griffith University is because... Queensland was my choice because I have my cousins and <laughs> and some of my relatives there. So when I searched for the best universities, Griffith University came in. And when I searched for the ratings, it has a very high rating for nursing, like number two in the world. So I opted for Griffith University. And by God's grace, I got into that university itself. That was my choice. Ah, nice. Okay. So it's got the reputation and clearly that appealed to you, but You've wanted to come to Australia for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. Why? Why Australia? Why Australia is because I'm not having a clear answer why Australia because in childhood in days itself I was having a motive like I have to study in a foreign country. So when I searched, Australia was a good choice for me because the quality of education is nice. The nursing has got a big reputation here and I have my relatives and cousins there so if I have any trouble here, they can help me because I'm a school leaver. So parents were not willing to leave me to any other places. So Australia was a choice for me as well as my parents. So that's it. Right. But because you've been pestering your parents with this idea of coming to Australia for a long time. Like they've been well prepared for this, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> From my sixth standard or seventh standard itself, I was saying that I would, after completing my 12th standard, I have to go to Australia. So they were like a kind prepared because... Um, they were pretty sure that this girl will leave the house after 12th standard, so they were mentally as well as emotionally prepared for. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say 12th standard, you, what we would call year 12 or 12th grade, basically yeah. once you finish high school, you had told them that was it, I'm going to Australia. 
I'm just wondering, is it something? like? I mean, obviously cricket is huge in India. Is it? Was it cricket? Was it an Australian movie that you saw? Was it the native wildlife that intrigued you? What is it? There must be something that planted that seed in your head. I'm not sure why, because the only thing is that I want to go out after my 12th standard and mm. I have no, uh, like, I want to be independent. That was the main reason. So Australia was a good reason. I had a search for other countries like I'm Canada, UK, and I deleted Canada because the weather was so, <laughs> so cold. I cannot for that uh, and the Australian climate is somewhat similar to that uh, which I have in my place so it was a great option because I like summers more and the cold is not that much uh, makes us into trouble in Australia so it was a reason and the quality of education here is nice that's it you mentioned the climate you're from the south of India yeah. tell me a little bit about where you're from and, and what yeah, it's like okay. there I'm coming from south part of India that's Kerala in Kerala, I belong to the street called, uh, district called Kotem. It's a place, it's called Godson Country. Kerala is known as Godson Country. It has so many scenic views, cultures and tradition. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, beautiful place. So what was your life like growing up there? So I grew up in like uh, a joint family kind of thing. But in my house, there was only me, my father, mother and my sister. Near to my house lives my father's brother. So it's like a kind of joint family where my grandparents lives nearby. We all live in a compound but in different houses so it was fun growing up and being the young one in the family <laughs> I was being pampered a lot by so many people. In Saturdays and Sundays I usually eat from all the uh, breakfast from one brother's house, lunch from another one's house. <laughs> That's it. If I don't like the dish in my house I go there and ask what's the dish for the day? <laughs> so I'll go there and it was fun. You make it sound like a big family compound, is yes. that what it was like? It was, it's like a big family compound, my house, my grandparents' house, then my two uh, father, my father's having two other brothers, so they both uh, in separate houses. This is not unusual in India, is it? There, I, I know of other families yes, that live yes. like this, yeah. Yeah, but we were so much united, that's the case. <laughs> Obviously, it's very close-knit, but you've, you've got your nuclear family, which is your immediate family in your house, but the rest of the extended family are basically yeah. right mm. right on your doorstep. Yes. Yeah. So did you feel like you grew up with more than just one sister? Because, in fact, I think in India, most cousins, you call your brother or your sister anyway, don't you? Yes, that's it. It was not like my... Even though they are my cousins, they were more than, more than like my brother or sister. And one of the driving force for me to come to Australia is my brother settled in Australia. So <laughs> brother as in cousin, yes, <laughs> yes but yes, yeah, a but cousin that you call your brother, yeah. yes. He was settled in Australia, so I was also having a thought that if I'm in Australia, I can see him very frequently also. <laughs> okay. that, that is also a thing which attracted me to Australia. And he was also saying that, yeah, Australia is good, so Sanab, come, it's good to have some time here. Still, when you've grown up in such a tight-knit family like that, it must be a very difficult thing to leave, even though you've always had this ambition to do it. Was it difficult it was to get on that plane? Difficult. It was very difficult. Though I waited for more than a year to come to Australia, but the time, uh, the week when I was supposed to live, it was so tough for me, even though when I'm saying I have tears in my eyes. Even now, getting emotional. I guess on the one hand, the excitement of the adventure. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's the pain of leaving yeah, this really close-knit family that you love behind. Everyone was crying. Literally. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, even my grandparents as well as my father's brothers all were crying. Yes. Yeah, when I hugged them, 
this stomach was vibrating was oh, saying you are living here i was like yeah i'm living at the time i was like uh, smiling yeah when i entered into the car i was like literally bursting out in tears okay you were a bit of a shy kid growing up weren't you yeah i was not like a peace lover i was so much active in school and as well as active in every places i'm not like a person who sits there studies all the time no my parents scold for me uh, scolds uh schools for that i only study during the exam time rest of the day i will be like oh that's easy but uh, at exams i score good <laughs> that's the case but i was like a free going bird <laughs> okay you're very much a free spirit yeah yes. but there was an, a, an event in your life i think you volunteered for a national program that yes. you said changed yes. you what was the program yeah okay before telling that i want to tell uh two other things i was till my class 10 i was studying in another one school that was from my kg section till class 10 it's 12 years i studied in one school and the next two years i studied in a government funded school where my mother works so my 12 years in a private school it was like a different experience where we thought that money is everything and the lifestyle the fashion car everything it 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 all plays a very big important role in life yeah money plays role but This is the upwardly mobile yeah. India now. Yeah, right. All these people that aspire yeah. to a better life. Yeah. yeah. But when I moved to the other school, I was so unwilling to move to the other school because I feel like oh that's not up to my level or something. I thought that way, but uh the first day I entered there um it's like oh, I'm very uncomfortable. I cannot stay here. I want to go back to my previous school and also then there was a program called National Service Scheme. it was uh, funded by indian government it was for school going and college going students so i volunteered there i was a team leader there also here the program is that um we had different sections it's like social work orientation as well as we had a 7 days camp in a rural area which is like we all became a family after the 7 days the friends which i have there i share a special bond with them rather than the friends which i had 12 years which i studied I shared a special bond with the people who I was there with the 7 days. Wow, just one week. Yes. Yeah. Because the experience was so intense yes. because you were all living and sharing that experience yes. together. It was like in that school uh, children from every part of the society came in, not only the rich ones. There's like people from every different backgrounds come there and we all share the things. At first I was like no, it's it's terrifying. I cannot go. I cannot share my things and all. But as the days passed i feel like we have a great connection these people are like they are so helpful they are like down to earth and we share a special bond that's it yeah right we all cook for ourselves we have to do everything like for 7 days we have to um, there's no bed or something we stayed in a school a government school for 7 days so we have to lie down on the ground girls in one place that's uh, you just sleep on the floor yeah, no beds just, yeah this is it we sleep on the floor right that's all was a new experience for me was it a humbling experience would you say no it was so good it was very good because but it changed your outlook on life didn't yes. it i understood that if also i was not having a bed it was easy to sleep because i was tired i can i can sleep on a floor what's a big deal there's nothing in it because uh, we cook food for ourselves not the very very tasty food that we get at home we cook by ourselves so it was like cleaning fish and all i was very i was feeling it uh, cleaning fish is something like yucky <laughs> but at the time we had to do everything so it was pretty good wake up in early in the morning have to do yoga have to clean the 
places and all have to do the community works going to in uh, straight into the community yeah there was only like limited uh, toileting facilities there so it was like a new experience not luxury place or all in life that's what i got but it sounds as though it taught you independence yes yes and self reliance yes that's true yes. and staying away from parents for 7 days that was not a big deal because my friends was there i, I was so comfortable with them It wasn't like you felt you didn't have the support. Yeah. But it was about really taking you out of your comfort zone yes. and putting you in a situation that yes. was totally foreign to you. Yeah. And that you came out of it changed. Yes. When you came back, did people notice like did your family notice that you were different? Was there a sense that something had changed in you, do you think? They haven't said anything to me that I have changed or changed, but I feel it within myself because I think people can approach me in a better way now, not like the old me. People can approach me very easily. They couldn't do that before. I don't know. I've become a little more sp- soft-spoken. So hang on, you used to be more forthright, more outspoken. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, this is interesting, given that you've chosen to become a nurse, and nursing is a very giving profession yes, where yes. you have to give of yourself all the time, and a very selfless pr- yes. profession. So, how long have you harboured this desire to be a nurse? Then did that come out of this volunteering experience? No, do you think? No, before that, uh, beforehand only I was having a decision because. um i'm having my cousin sister who has a nurse so she used to share the stories and i'm like nurses touch everyone's heart it was so true and in 2018 huge floods came in my place so the nurses and all were working so hard in making a change in everyone's life and i was like oh that's a very good profession we can touch everyone's heart and nurses are seen as angels They are angels, yeah. yeah, very much, yeah. I think that's universal. Doesn't matter where you are, yeah. what country. Yes. But nursing here is a very different situation to nursing say in India. Yes. Nurses are better remunerated here. They earn more money here. So coming to study nursing here, do you think that it's a profession that you'd want to pursue back at home or is it the decision to come here isn't just to study nursing? Do you see yourself forging a career in the yes. medical profession um, here? I'm seeing a future in this because in here if i do nursing i can do a further studies and i can move if if i'm willing i can even become a doctor here or i can like specialize in other fields or even move to teaching or any other fields which i'm done with nursing i can move to other fields as well it's a wrenching thing that you've pulled yourself away from this but as i said it might not just be to study for a few years yeah. it might be much longer than that tell me a little bit about the reputation of griffith and your decision to come here because globally it's recognized as one of the best places you can study yeah. nursing yeah. very different to what you would have experienced if you'd chosen to study nursing in india yeah okay in india nursing is more on a practical uh, theoretical base and i'm i see myself as not so good in biology so i cannot mug up all the theories so i don't think i'll be a great student back in india but when i started studying here it's more like we are researching finding things and doing our assignments so it gives more of an idea rather than mugging up all the theories so it's like more of a practical effort so the theories remain in our heads even though we are not mugging it up so that's a difference which i felt and then nursing is 4 years here i can complete nursing in 3 years okay a little bit quicker yeah, yeah. true and in fact you've already started uh, studying because you started uh, online, online 12 months ago yes. so you had been accepted into Griffith University to start in 2021 yes. but then covid of course oh, interfered oh. so tell me tell me what that was like what was the whole process what happened okay. after my 12th standard i applied for pte 
the English test. On the second try, I completed my PT, then applied for Griffith University, then cleared all the papers, got my offer letter, and uh, all the procedures went. And on December, all my procedures was cleared, and I was I was lucky enough to get a position in Griffith University. Then in February, my orientation week starts. I was in a hope that this COVID and all those things will go away <laughs> within a few months. By the time I can start online and after three or four months, I can go to Australia. That was my <laughs> hope. Yeah. But that was in vain. <laughs> I had to wait for more than a year to come to Australia. And how frustrating was that for you? It was so frustrating because in my school days, I was like seven days full on work. Like morning, I have tuition. So at 7 a.m. I leave from home and at 7 p.m. only I come at home. So it was like full on. It's a long day, every day yeah, for school. Most of the days. Every day I was not having school. From Monday to Friday I was having school. Saturday tuition and the national service scheme program will be there. Uh, okay, so right. I was volunteering there also. Right. Some schools in India do go six days a week, don't they? You do go on yeah. Saturday mornings as well. Sundays. Yeah. That happens if the portions are pending. <laughs> so, and also some programs will be there at school in Saturdays. And in Sundays I was going for... Uh, entrance coaching. Wow, so you're busy seven days a week. Seven days I was busy, so I was liking that. I want to be engaged all the time. Yes. <laughs> I was like to sit. Um, so um, from that condition, after completing my exams, I was in a position like sitting 24 into 7 in a house. The COVID hit India very hardly, so we cannot even step out of the house. It was so hard for me because I was like a f- extrovert girl <laughs> and I was like I want to sit in uh, in my place for 24-7. It was like, I cannot afford that. I want to go somewhere. I cannot <laughs> sit in home. <laughs> this is not the environment for yeah. an extrovert. So you, when you say you had to sit in your house 24-7, are you saying you couldn't go and visit, go to your uncle and uncle's place or your grandparents' yeah. place? Yes. Right in that compound? Yeah, that I can. But for how much time I can spend there? Okay. But how I- bad was the lockdown there? How long were you in lockdown? <laughs> the lockdown was so hard because... As I told, um, COVID hit India very hard, so the cases were rapidly increasing. So we had a lockdown of two and a half months, complete lockdown. So if we have to go out of the house, we should write a declaration. Like for the word purpose, we are going out. That was the situation. Then so you had to have a really good reason to leave the house. Yeah. And only we can go out of the house. Uh, for silly reasons, we cannot. The police will catch us. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Well, you got to be able to go out to go shopping or, you know, f- food well, supplies. So. things we can go, but yeah. that only one person is allowed. Yes, yeah. I understand yeah. that. So what was the online experience like for you studying? And it's challenging for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. The time zone is different yes. for a start. Everything was different. So teaching style in India and Australia is, is in both poles. I can say it like that because we have to study a lot by ourselves. And at first when I heard about... Uh, referencing APS 7, uh, formatting styles, paragraph spacing, and I was thinking, what is this APS 7? The, all the information was so overwhelming that I was not able to memorize anything and I was like blank out. For my first assignment, I was literally crying, I don't know what to do with this, <laughs> I don't know how to reference. Uh, and it's so hard because you're on your own, yes. yeah. 
But did you not have tutors that you could that yeah. you could engage with that could help you through all this? So I was having questions and questions all so we were calling friends, everyone calls uh, like this, Hi Grishma, you know what to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I was calling my friends and asking and all were chatting with uh, all of us uh, to figure out what to do with the assignment and all. But after the first assignment, we become like experts. Oh no, this is the style we want to do. <laughs> so you, you picked it up pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. But the learning styles were very different from very what you were used to in India to coming here. Yes. It's more research-based here, more you having to find the evidence yes. for your answers yes. rather than just no, like memorising them out of no. a textbook. Or... Rather than looking at the Wikipedia and writing the answers. It's not like that. We have to go to the library, reference, everything, <laughs> paraphrasing. Text matching, all things. It is good. Yeah, yeah, you think that that was rewarding? Yeah. That was yeah. At first, I was I was very angry. What the hell is this? I cannot do this. I'm like, oh, it was better to study here itself. It is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did I make a wrong decision and all? But yeah, but as time flies, it was good. Now I can do an assignment with very ease. Yeah. So you've already got that down pat. Yeah. Now that you're here, yeah. Yeah. ah, just cruise through. What about outside of the actual learning online? Did you feel very much isolated from what was happening in Australia? Your, your dream was to come here, but you couldn't do that. And the information was so hard to find. Yeah. So what was going on in the back end of that as you were trying to find a way to get to Australia? Okay, so when the orientation week happened, there was um, the Griffith University was supporting the international students in a very good way. Uh, so many orientation weeks program was held online. But when we see the events that was Going on the campus, we were like, oh, we missed it very much. All the on-campus events, we missed it. Uh, maybe next year we can catch up with all these. That was the thing, but I was not thinking that the journey to Australia was... I have to wait for one year. It was so frustrating. Seeing you were spending so much time online with a whole bunch of other students, you weren't yeah. an island here, doing exactly the same thing. Did you hook up with some like-minded souls who were feeling the same frustrations? Yeah. <laughs> there were 36 international students who are stuck in different parts of the world. So we are, we are having a WhatsApp group. So we were chatting with all of us, uh, sharing the frustration and saying that, oh, this subject is so hard, it's pretty to drop. Oh, should we study this? So many, like, um, all was helping each other. Right, so these were all nursing students at Griffith, but that spread across the world. Yes. And you had all hooked up through a WhatsApp group. Through a WhatsApp group. They were helping each other, sharing information, sharing updates regarding the world opening. And some uh, students from here also was there in the group. Who was there in Australia also was there in the group. So yeah. helping you as well? Yes. How do you think it's going to feel, because you're, you're going to university next week mm -hmm. as for O-Week, that you're going to finally meet some of these people that yeah. have been your online friends for a year? <laughs> How weird is that going to be? Yeah, it will be somewhat weird, but more than weirdness, I feel so much excited that I am starting a new life or something. I'm so much excited for the O-Week. I know, bet you are. Your friends. It's like a completely different thing for me. Oh, uh, totally. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Did you feel, when you were d studying online last year, was there a feeling that you weren't really at university because you physically weren't here? Did you feel that you were part of Griffith University or that you were just in this remote situation and just doing what you had to do, but you didn't really feel a part of what was happening? Yes, I felt that because I was more into like, why the borders are not opening? It's not fair. I was like a rebel kind of thing. I was not feeling I was part of anything, uh, only just studies are my part, uh, nothing else bothers me. Were you feeling rebellious? Yes. 
but the, but not against the university per se. No. More about the fact that the government. Yes, yes, yes. that's it. Not uh, the university was supporting us with scholarships. Yeah, university played a huge role because they provided mentors. They provide all the support we need. It's more like more into the government. <laughs> and were you, as a group, were you petitioning the government? Because yes. I saw so many social media posts from yeah. students who were saying, please open the borders, please let us come back, or please let us come to Australia. Was it like that? And were you doing that too? Yeah. From my place in Kerala, there was a group called CESA, Standard International Students of Australia. After closing the borders, it started from two months. One person founded, um, organized the group, and at last, after seven or eight months, it has become a community. Yeah. More than 300, 400 students. It was a big community because we moved to like publishing in newspapers, um, trying to get into politicians, uh, saying our concerns, saying that we are we are losing a major part of the life here. When you're talking about getting published in newspapers, Australian newspapers or no, in India? India? Right. We were making people aware that there are a bunch of students that is, that is stuck here, and you know it's like something where like. Um, someone asks, what are you doing, Susanna? And I'm like, yeah, I'm studying nursing. Then the next question will be, where are you studying? Like, I'm studying in Australia. Oh, you came for vacation? Like, no. <laughs> no, I haven't actually <laughs> left yet. <laughs> I'm studying in Australia, but I'm not. Yeah. And in my case, it was not so hard, but for some, it was like, you're not going somewhere? Why are you always sitting at home and doing nothing? I can understand All the that. questions, all the questions. So... Everyone was like mentally tortured. Oh yeah. yeah. You had mental health issues over this? You, were you no. depressed about this? I was sad, but I was not because um, there was support from everyone. I was not that much, uh, I was sad only. That was mentally down or something. But Did you take strength from the fact that you weren't alone, that you were a part of these online communities yes. that were feeling the same frustrations yes. together? Yeah, being petitioned uh, through the Indian government, the prime minister, Modi, the Indian Prime Minister, yes. or Morrison, the Australian oh, Prime, Minister. Prime Minister? Right, okay. And so many were putting tweets, tagging Scott Morrison. We need justice. That was the highlight. We need justice. We want to just... Our main aim was to, like, give a timeline of to when we can reach here. All you wanted was something to aim for, yes. a date to where yeah, you could say, date. yes. That's right. And you couldn't even get that? No. Yeah. Did you get a reply from any of the politicians, Indian or Australian? No, there was, like... When the, uh, when the vaccination status reached this position, you may reach here. That was the only answer we get. So now that you're finally here, how does it feel? Yeah, I, I remember the day when uh, I was sleeping. So my friend called my mother and said, Auntie, the borders are opening and just call Susanna and tell her. And, and uh, my mother came, came running to me, Susanna, Susanna, Aina is calling. So I took up the phone and she was saying, Susanna, the borders are opening finally. I'm like, when? When are the borders going to? On December 1st, the borders are opening. And I was like, I don't know how much joy I felt. Because for me, I felt like going to Australia is impossible for me. That was the thought I was having. You were thinking that it was just I'm, never going to happen? It's never going to happen. That's, that's what I thought. Because, you know, uh, just imagine waiting for a year for the borders to open with no news up to when it will happen. But for you, it was longer than a year because that was the year you were studying virtually. But yes. for many years, you had wanted to come here. Yes. So that would have only added to, yes. to your frustration. Yes, maybe. Because I was thinking that it was it is impossible. Impossible to come. That was something that was in my mind. And I was like, oh, the borders are opening. And I was taking for. Hello, you came to know the borders are opening, the borders are opening. And 
there was like a tons of messages in my phone <laughs> for all the groups everyone was excited everyone was excited from that day onwards everyone was like oh booking the tickets for 10th december so me uh, we five of them booked tickets for december 10th but another incident also occurred <laughs> omicron came yeah. they shut the borders till 15th uh no yeah anyway oh no here we go again, again. yeah yeah your heart sank Yeah. Yes. Oh no. So how were you able to be one of the first to secure passage to Australia because there are still so many students who are trying to get here and, and aren't here yet? Because I don't know, uh we booked the tickets at first. Straight away. Straight away. Yeah, you were ready. Yeah. Your bags were already packed. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't wait for any other information. No other updates from the university. We didn't wait. We yeah. just got it and booked the tickets because flights were showing dates. Yeah, so we just booked the tickets. but beforehand so many people with exceptions were traveling so we were having a hope that yeah we may go sometimes because as we are health students we may get exception or something like that but as soon as the news came that day itself we booked the tickets for 10th so you already had your visa everything was organized yeah you already accepted to come here yes. but i know for a lot of students the problem was even with that like actually getting a flight was it hard to, for you to get a flight yeah it was hard because everyone was looking everyone was booking irrespective of the place it starts if some if the ticket showed up they wouldn't even look at the prices because everyone was waiting yeah it doesn't matter what it costs i'm just going just booking the tickets that's yeah. it so, so did you get a direct flight or how did you get here no i went to sri lanka and then to here okay that's unusual lanka. but so many connecting flights were there but we opted for sri lankan airlines it has only one stop so that's better i think i'll do as quickly as you could <laughs> <laughs> right so we cancel the ticket on 10th december and that was something funny because uh when we were looking for another ticket for after december 15 fully booked no tickets Gee, no wow. tickets available <laughs> oh wow and then the agency uh, the travel agency called uh there's three three tickets there for december 22 are you willing to go and we are like yeah just book nothing to look i'll take 22? it yeah, yeah it's okay <laughs> just so like that for december 22 and then you arrived yes another there was another thing we ha- we cannot g- come directly to queensland there was a uh, close by the government because um before reaching 80% nobody is allowed to enter queensland the vaccination rates in yes. queensland weren't as high as they were in new south yeah. wales so you But had to wait in new south wales for 2 weeks before you could come here yeah. we were mm. okay with that you just want to get to australia, australia that's it yeah yeah, yeah. the intention was to just to getting into australia that's it even to go to melbourne sydney any places it's i'll take whatever <laughs> i can get yeah so now that you're here and i know that you haven't had really a chance to look at your campus yet because it a week isn't until next week tell me about your feelings of now that you're here you know what's going up being going through your mind and your first impressions of being in australia and on the gold coast for okay. just such a short period of time so i spent the initial 14 days in sydney traveled from sydney to brisbane then i spent 3 weeks with my cousin brother as well as and the family my f- in brisbane of course yeah yeah, yeah. family that's yeah. great yeah family so i was not that much homesick as other as other children because some was like so homesick every day crying <laughs> oh really yeah some were like so it was it was something different like uh in the, with the previous day we were staying with parents the next moment no one is there we are like independent ones yeah. so it is pretty hard but uh, as i was having a family it was it was good the transition was easy then uh, my friend looked for a place in gold coast so luckily enough i also got a place there itself in the home so in my home me my friend sherry and one more vinaya 
We both live in a house. Uh, it's near the University Parkwood. Well, that's very nearby the yeah. university. That's great, yeah. Excellent. So you just catch the tram to university? Yes. That'll be, yeah? yeah? Nice. I know that you've already got a job, which seems extraordinary <laughs> because you haven't physically even started your courses here yet. Obviously, you started online last year. Where are you working? I'm working with Opel Group, Opel HK Agency. So Varsity Views Care Community is my place where I work. I work as an assistant nurse there. Right. So you're an assistant nurse in an aged care facility. Yes. Wow. How did you get that job so quickly? One of my friends told that now we can get um, work in aged care home because you're studying nursing. Mm. I completed my first year. So yeah, I can apply for the post of NAIA. So uh, she told, just try and apply in Opal aged care homes. So when I looked um, for vacancies, I saw Varsity VSK community. There's a post of NAIA. I just applied. Next day, I got a call from them that, please come for an interview. We are pleased with your resume. And I was like, oh my God. I came to Gold Coast yesterday only. The next day is my interview. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's a surprise. (laughs) The interview was like an hour. (laughs) They filed so many questions and I answered it. Uh, We have to fill a questionnaire. And all the processes went by. An hour long interview? Yeah. Yeah. Were you confident afterwards? Did you think, yeah, I might have this? (laughs) Because I had my volunteering experience. We work in aged care homes also during their volunteering experience because there was an adopted aged care home for our school. Right. Yeah. So in Saturdays and Sundays, we spent time there. So I was, I was knowing so many answers for the questions. Yeah. So you'd already had some aged care experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think that, that helped get you over the line? Yes. Yeah. Right. That's extraordinary. Did you expect that you would have a job opportunity in your field so easily here? Because in India, it's so competitive, isn't it? That to, that to the third day after I reached Gold Coast was something surprising for me. When I was in Brisbane, I was not searching for any jobs because my brother told me, now we just rest. Now the coming three years will be so hard. So now just take some rest and from next month onwards you can start working. Yeah. This is holiday time, yeah. family time. Family time. Yeah. Are you glad you took his advice now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not getting time for anything. <laughs> we talked about the fact that nurses aren't paid as well in India, but it's also much harder to get work there as a nurse, isn't it? Yeah. So a very different experience in Australia. Yes. When you graduate, you've got post-study work rights, which could see you work yes, here yes. for three years. Three years. Yeah. If you decide to do your master's, it could be four years. Right. You could work even longer. Where do you see your future? Do you think you'll take advantage of the post-study work rights and, and work here for a while after you graduate? Yeah, sure. Mm. Because it's, it's important to gain work experience. And that too, in a country like Australia, it's so good. And it's accepted worldwide. So I'll fully utilize the post-study work. With her. Yeah. And beyond that? Possibly return home or you'll just see, you'll weigh the situation up at the time time and see how you feel, see how your career is travelling and whether you're enjoying it. Maybe I'll continue or maybe I'll go home. Okay. Probably I'll continue. That's a very hard question to answer at such an early stage. Yeah, we haven't even physically got onto the campus yet. So what are you looking forward to the most about your experience of studying here? Mm -hmm. The experience itself because it's a very different place, very different culture, tradition. Everything is so different. So I'm like waiting to experience all those, like meeting new friends and working, studying. Everything goes hand in hand with, I'm waiting for the busy schedules. (laughs) 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 I want to be that fully active one. Yeah, you can't wait, can you? Yeah. I can see it in your eyes. They're sparkling. Yeah, you can't wait. So nervous, but excited at the same time. Um, uh, Last year, I missed the whole week. So... For this, week, this year's all week, I'm like eagerly waiting 
to attend all week. Oh yeah, so you didn't do a week online. That was like all the uh, what information sessions and all. Nothing like on campus experience. Yeah. It's something different, right? You're really looking forward to yes. that. Yeah. Well, Susanna, I wish you all the very best of luck and I'm sure that you'll relish every moment now that you're finally here. So, congratulations. Welcome to the Gold Coast. Thank you. And I hope it's everything you want it to be. Yeah, thank you. It was nice meeting you too. Well, that chat with Susanna was recorded last week. And now she's just completed a week on campus, as she so very much wanted to do. And really, that's such an intrinsic part of the university experience, isn't it? You're stepping out into a whole new world, not knowing what to expect. So it's important to not only gain an understanding of the physical space that's about to become the centre of your universe over the next few years of your life, but it also allows you to get a feel for the culture of your new home. And of course, it's a wonderful opportunity to make new friends. It's going to be interesting to see how those virtual friends Susanna made online last year shape her experience in a personal way now that they're here together on campus. There are tens of thousands of students who have come to the Gold Coast from all over the world, and each has their own story to tell. If you'd like to explore some of the other stories in this series, you'll find them at www.studygoldcoast.org.au slash podcast. My name is Trevor Jackson, and I'll catch you next time for Tomorrow is Mine.